Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Hi there, folks. This is a real special WP Tonic Roundtable. It's episode 229. And we've got a great panel. Um, we're live at um, Sacramento WordPress. Um, we've got a great panel here as well. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. First of all, my uh, former co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure thing. I'm John Locke from Lockdown Design, making a pivot from being a WordPress theme developer to a WordPress SEO consultant. Well, there you go, a man of many talents. Chris, similar, a man of many talents. Would you like to introduce yourself, Chris? Hey there, my name is Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, which is a WordPress learning management system plugin for creating and selling engaging courses. Cool, fantastic. And Thomas, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Thomas Levy. I am the uh, co-founder and CTO of uh, Lifter LMS, uh, and we do what Chris said we did. <laughs> Keep it sweet. Uh, um, Kim, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm Kim Schibler. I'm a business communications and technology instructor focused on online courses and membership platforms. And Sally, what do you like? I'm Sally Getch, the WP fangirl, and um, <clears throat> I'm here to give a presentation about building an online music room with WordPress, but enjoying the fact that we're lurking in the speaker ready room and recording this. Right, so we're all um, live at Sacramento WordCamp 2017. Um, it's Saturday morning. Um, first of all, guys, what, what do you think of the, uh, um, the facility that we're at? How do you think that's worked so far? Once I found the right entrance. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they told us in the email where to come they in, did. and I forgot. but. No, I think it's great because we've got the whole second floor of the convention center here. It's there's one corridor that where everything is happening, and the, you know, vendors outside, um, tons of space and large screens. So I think it's a you know it's a good setup. There's a good turnout. I've seen some great speakers. Yeah, I think it's been uh, excellent. Well, what did you think, John? What do you think of the venue? Well, definitely. I mean, I'm familiar with the convention center, but I think the organizing team picked a good location. I think they're doing an excellent job. Uh, 500 and I want to say it's like 507 or 510 tickets sold. It's pretty awesome. So uh, the biggest word camp in Sacramento to date. So can, kudos to the organizing team. Yeah, I hope I'm at the right car park because um, I took those instructions. I hope it's the $5 a day rather than the 20 but there we go. So um, what do you think so far? Of, I'm just going to open it out and anybody can jump in. Um, what have been the highlights this morning, folks? Well, um, Tony Perez always brings it with his security talks. I've seen him yeah. a few times. And, uh, and it's always new and exciting and... Um, it was just a great talk this morning. Yeah, I agree with you, Tony. You really brought it on, didn't he? Yeah, he knows that. What about you, Chris? Any, any highlights so far? I really enjoyed Chris Lemma's talk on communication and the different styles that 
things that people are attracted to in terms of communication and um, you know how to best communicate with your your people. It made me want to run back and reevaluate all my website copy. <laughs> Chris has a real talent of taking something that can be a little bit amorphous and applying a rock solid framework around that. So I really enjoyed that and. I just want to take my hat off to uh, Jennifer and Brian Board organizing this yeah. event. I think they're doing a great job. Jennifer had a great um, networking um, session that went really well, and I got to meet a lot of great people. And this is actually my very first WordCamp, which is kind of wild. Ever? Wow! So, wow! That's a that. I'm a uh, guy who lives in the country. I'm usually out and about pretty far outside of cities and stuff like that, and I'm just having a great time, and it's so great to connect with the community in person. Whoa. Yeah, Chris's first um, meetup attempt. He uh, he drove. What was it? Forty-five minutes. He drove to a meetup, and uh, and it was closed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> canceled the meetup. Uh, so so it's it's cool to get him out to one. I, I'd also just like to say that the, the speed speed dating networking thing that Jennifer Bourne did was really really <laughs> fascinating. For me, the best part of WordCamps is always kind of hanging out in the hallway and talking to people. Um, so she she actually what did she call it? facilitated networking? Mm -hmm. Um, which was, I don't know, I like speed dating for, for networking relationships. So that, that was uh, a lot of fun. And I, I think a cool thing about WordPress is kind of getting out from behind the computer screen and actually interacting with people in the real world. Um, and as a kind of a more shy person, I never really actually want to do that. So that was a great way to kind of meet some people and shake some hands. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I think uh, another one that I really liked was using WordPress as a decoupled CMS for a single page application. I was hoping for a bit more out of that. And part of the problem is just that you can't see the code. So no. I'm thinking when I can get, go back and actually look at the slides, that will be more useful. Like, you know, so it's sort of like, well, I got the concepts. So it didn't seem, it didn't come up off that concrete. And it's really hard to do a talk with code because of the limitations of your projection screen and, and people being able to see it. And so it just helps a lot if you have your code posted somewhere else for people to look at simultaneously, although given the strain on the Wi-Fi here that you know might still have posed some difficulties. I really liked uh, Ben Burns' talk on um, scaffolding and WCPCLI, which I was expecting to be a little more of an introduction to sort of like, this is WPCLI and how you use it, because it's on my list of things that I should have learned to use ages ago, but haven't. Um, and it was actually about what they've done, extending it for their particular process so that what they've done is, is create something that works with it to um, add code into their starter theme. So that, you know, keeping their starter theme, you know, very unopinionated, but then loading different libraries in with this. And so, you know, they, you install a plugin, you run the CLI commands to put in whatever bits that you need to put in for that project. Then you deactivate the plugin, uninstall it. It's not sitting there doing anything anymore. And you've got all of the extra, you know, libraries of whatever added in it's sort of like ah okay a concrete application this is really helpful because that's what I need I almost never learn to do anything until I have something to build with it what did you think John what's been the highlight for you this week? well like Chris uh, over here I attended the Chris Lona talk and there's a lot about that and, and knowing like who you're talking to, like in your, both your marketing and your proposals and all the forms of communication and having like separate, um, uh, almost like personas or separate, separate messages for each of those personas. Cause you can have a persona, but without, uh, crafting a 
a message that's directly toward their concerns, then it's it's all for nothing. Uh, another thing that uh, I got a lot out of is as well uh, was the facilitated networking. Met a lot of cool people. I think that's. Uh, going to pay some dividends as well. And also in the hallway track, I talked to Ben uh, uh, Illefeld from the uh, TED Up. And he was, uh, we were talking to him and Jake Golden, uh, we were having a discussion about uh, data analytics, uh, Google Analytics and, and stuff that they do at scale with some of these larger companies. And uh, extracting like meaning from that uh, data. And he's doing a talk later this weekend. It's going to go more in depth with that, so I'm going to be sure to check that out as well. So, yeah, I just told off Thomas who's bumpy these five. It's a condenser mic, Thomas, and he was picking it, but it's like a hammer. <laughs> I don't have any headphones, and it sounded no. fine to me. Um, that's <laughs> sorry, I'm why I got the headphones, folks, is that we use in uh, essential condenser because we're all in the same room, which is great. Um, and um, Chris and Thomas agreed to join us. I don't know what happened to Mendel. He was supposed to. Oh, is he? Oh, oh, no, no, Mendel's disappeared. He, he got wasn't. waylaid by one of his many fans. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Well, they got a real power weekend here. They got some great. Um, they got in the afternoon. They got Corey Miller. Um, they've got the great Bridget, um, yeah. guest of the show and supporter. We support the Walter Cooper, don't we, John? Yeah, definitely. Her actually, uh, her talk is cancelled. She fell oh. sick. She fell ill. Oh, there is like five so cancellations, uh, but they have other people like filling in. So, oh, so sorry, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. And they got Justin, the great Justin, from Beaver Builder, and um, did, oh, they got Jake Goldman. Um, he was on the show Wednesday, um, and. Um, great interview so I'm looking forward to his presentation and we got a, we got an even better crowd on Sunday haven't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's when all the real stars come out that's when the real stars come yeah. out on Sunday, yeah. isn't it? yeah that's because yeah. I'm speaking but anyway but um, yeah definitely like as you were mentioning Jonathan there's three tracks this year I see that yeah they have a uh, beginner's track for uh, that's going all the way through the weekend for people who are just getting into WordPress and don't know where to start and Do you think I should join that track most well, of the time? I don't know. Do you feel you should? Yeah, well, I don't know. But um, yeah, definitely that's good. And then and then they've got uh, two other tracks going. So it is a jam-packed weekend. This has been an excellent uh, WordCamp so far with more to come. Yeah, I think it's Absolutely. great that they're doing the, the beginner stuff. And, yeah. You know, I suggested to somebody who said, you know, I really I learned WordPress. I said, well, you know, you should come to WordCamp because they're doing this all day, you know, beginner session for people who are just getting started. Yeah, I think it's, I haven't been to the beginning, um, Adam Silver has been pretty, um, I should have bagged him to get us, get him to come to the I never saw him. I, I don't know. I think, he, I, I think he was one of the cancellations. Oh, he was cancellation as well. I, I don't know that for certain, but I, did, I haven't seen him either, and like, I, I went to go check out. And he's tall enough that you'd notice. Yeah, I don't, you would see him, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that was him. So, so I'm naming yeah. folks, folks. They're not ears. I'm doing, I'm doing well, aren't I? I'm doing excellent. But that's why that's why you have like alternates and reserves and and a deep bench for your talks. You just call like whoever uh, you know is uh, in the backup mode. But I've got to say, I, I was you know like what's um, been said. Um, obviously, Chris Lemmer always brings it on. But I, I I was really impressed with Tony's presentation on security. I've asked him to come on. WP Tonic and he's agreed to come on 
And, yes. uh, I heard Tessa Crusoe was brilliant about configuration management, which is not a topic you would expect to be exciting. But I talked to someone who was there, and she was like, she was amazing. She could have talked about anything. Yeah, yeah. It um, actually does sound exciting to me. Uh, yes, well. <laughs> well uh, I'm not that surprised, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just can't resist it. It's the English side of it just comes out. Um, so yeah, I understand she's lived in England. Uh, um, so. <laughs> and definitely, and, and I want to mention to you, uh, Jonathan, that uh, I want to give a big shout out to Jacob from Lodi. He uh, said that he ran into you, met you, he's known your voice like from the podcast or whatever, but he said, you know, uh, that the new segments on the Saturday shows, he really likes them. So, you know, there you go. Positive feedback from in real time. from the Yes, I, I think I encountered nice. somebody last night who, who, had, who had listened to the show. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> somebody, there's one yeah. person that listens to it. No, there's quite a few that listen to it. Um, well, I'll say that a little bit off topic, Chris. You know, you, you run a really fantastic podcast. I've been on it, and you've been on the WP Tonic. Uh, I think you're fantastic. Both you and Thomas and your products. I use it myself. Um, do you do you get a lot of feedback? Because I'm always trying to get as much feedback, and we get a little bit, but not as much as I hope. You're, you're going to say now you get to loads of feedback from, from our customers. No, from the listeners to the podcast. And um, not so much. Not so much on the podcast. Ever wondered why that is? It does come through. We also syndicate our podcast out through YouTube. And I yeah. get it does get a lot of YouTube comments. Yeah, we're spending a bit more from like actual people or just yeah, people. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's I think the long form audio is just not something that people normally comment on. I'm right, sure. I, I think it depends you. on how you run it. So there, there's a podcast that I've been listening to and and variously involved with since 2005, and it is frequently an hour and a half long. Okay, and. What they always said in the beginning, which was how I got involved, was this is a comment-driven show. And anybody who left a comment, they would read it, they would play it if it was an audio, they would respond to it. And so people knew, you know, you, you got rewarded it was part of the for commenting. Yeah. And, and so people would comment. And I started to submit comments and then, you know, occasional segments and that, that kind of thing. And, you know, they now have a whole podcast network of, of communications-related podcasts. And I built their podcast network site. Um, and so, you know, but they, they, the last year or so, they haven't emphasized as much the request for comments. And if you stop asking, people stop giving them. And, and there's, there was a guy who did, I don't know if he's still doing it, uh, Mitch Joel's podcast. He repeated his, the phone number for his comment line, like, at least six times throughout the show. Throughout the show. And, and that's the thing is you, you know, if you want comments, you have to ask, you have to ask repeatedly and you oh, have to make it all easy listen. for so people to leave them. them. That's what we need to do, Jonathan. They're, they're okay, well, that's what we go. I think they had a Skype in number, but yeah, Google voice number, anything like that, where you can set up a, a listener comment, pipe, like, something like that. Yeah. You speak pipe. Um, I have found that since being both on the round table and then now working more with you, I get a lot of, one-on-one -on -one emails with questions from people. You're an instructor, can you help me with this? And yeah. then I uh, recently got a note from somebody who happens to live in my town in Florida. It's like, did you say that you were here? I'm here too. You know? So that's kind of cool. 
John's looking, John is head of uh, internal security at this work camp, but you know, he's sorting out the troublemakers like me, aren't you, John? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jonathan, if you haven't realized that you're beyond any of our ability to sort out. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know that. I don't know, tell yeah. me that. Well, um, I think we're going to go for our break and um, we're going to discuss the main topic which is insights on how to build a successful online community which i have no insights at all but hopefully the rest of the panel will be able to give us some insights we'll be back in a minute folks do you want to spend more time making money online then use wp tonic as your trusted wordpress developer partner they will keep your wordpress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money examples of wp tonic's client services are landing pages page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well-known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no-question-asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the podcast. Hi there, folks. We're coming back. There have been some remarks in the break. I won't comment. Thomas has been very naughty, but there we go. Uh, um, <laughs> so I feel like a schoolmaster sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's what probably. But so we're back to the main subject. Um, just opening it out to the panel. Who wants to jump in first? How how do you build a successful online community? I would say it starts with your own self leadership and knowing what you stand for, and then it starts really small and really slow. And that snowball can get huge over time, but it has to have that fundamental starting point. You really have to care. And uh, it takes a while for a community to take on its life of its own. That's my experience. And I think that's that's equally true sort of online and offline, but there are ways that you have to work harder online in connecting with people. And I don't know, my, my husband recently started a, a Facebook group that was sort of a spinoff of another Facebook group where, where it had started good and, and gone bad. And, you know, well, first they had a pool of people to draw and to, to build it up, but they also sort of set it up like, here are our very clear rules that we're all, go all going to actually adhere to in terms of what's acceptable content and, and, you know, what you could get kicked out of the group for and what, and we're not gonna like change that every other day, depending on our, our mood. We're gonna just stick to that. And it, we're going to keep it as simple as possible. It pretty much amounts to, you know, don't be a jerk. Uh, and, you know, don't do anything that, that would, you know, get Facebook to, you know, kick you out entirely. Uh, and, you know, and then encourage people to participate. And, and you know, people did. And, and I think having a, having a clear set of rules, of like what is acceptable behavior? What are we looking to do? What are we concentrating on? And, and you know, one of the things about having, you know, a WordPress meetup is, well, everybody knows that you're there to talk about WordPress. You know, you're, you're not trying to, like, pull in a bunch of random people because, you know, an, a, a meeting that's sort of networking for people who don't have anything specific in common, it, it, people tend to flounder a bit unless there are things like structured exercises to help people talk because they don't even know whether they have something in common to talk about. And, you know, but if you come to a WordCamp, you know you can talk to people about WordPress. You may or may not have anything else in common with them. So I think, you know, having a, the, the more niche your community is, the easier it's going to be to get people talking because they'll, they'll know that they share a common interest. 
I would say also kind of going with what you said on getting podcast feedback is asking people to be involved. So I run a, a, a support group for for technology and, and they can ask questions, et cetera. And it's getting them be, feel free to ask the question and making sure that, that they feel comfortable sharing and that, you know, goes back to those rules. But you've got the rules and then the encouragement to do it to try to build that up. Yeah, I think on reflection, I'm just going to have to ask more because um, I think people. I'm always I'm always amazed when people come up to me at WordCamps um, and they say we listen to the show, we love it. They say some really fantastic stuff. It's always very appreciated. Then I give them t the twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Chris laugh. It was a good one. Uh, um, <laughs> it was a good one. I thought that was pretty not bad for me. Um, but no, uh, um, <laughs> but seriously, it's not, you know, your ego gets massaged, don't you? But um, it, but on the better side, it is nice to hear. That, um, but I think I totally agree with you, Chris. Um, if it isn't started for the right reasons, it kind of shows, doesn't it? But on the other hand, you've got to make a living. You know, you, you know, you're in business to sell your your fantastic plugin. Where's that balance between the right reason and you still got to make a living? You know, you you're there to make your entrepreneur, you and Thomas. I think there. the I think the balance for us just comes away it comes from giving an incredible amount away for free. So like the free plugin, the free podcast episodes, the free community, um, introduction to other great resources and people that's free that, you know, for example, in our Facebook community, which started out as just me, uh, and now there's a couple thousand people in there. Wow. Uh, and I remember the moment it kind of took on a life of its own, but it wasn't like that for the first year. But um, in that Facebook group, you know, a lot of times I'm posting podcast episodes, like even this right now is streaming live through our Facebook group. It doesn't cost anything. So when we release a new product uh, or there's some, some marketable thing for me to talk about, it's really probably one out of 10 things I talk about that actually involves a price tag. So I'm, that balance comes away from being, you know, very giving or whatever. So it doesn't come across, it's always about selling something, you know, they. They know it. Right. Well, that and the, if, you know, if you're focusing on the fact that your product exists to help people do something mm -hmm. yeah. and, you know, they pay you money for it because, you know, otherwise you wouldn't be able to, to provide this value to them. But, you know, you need to, to stick to sort of what your product does for the people who buy it versus what it does for you. And people can kind of tell. I mean, I don't think anybody is opposed to the idea of folks making money you know, because, well, you sure say well, every once in a while, you know, there are a lot of people in WordPress who are on Team Free Shit. You started to give a big group um, now, but former co hosts but, but, never, but nevertheless, he's getting his own back for those sort of, you know, driving mad almost. Uh, yes, it, but it's it's still the case that, you know, people are generally happy to spend money. I mean, I, I, I thought that was pretty funny this morning that when, you know, Chris Lama said basically, people under stress pay money to get somebody to get rid of that stress for them. So, you know, as, as, as long as people think they're getting something valuable and they have the money to spend, they have no objection to, to spending it. And, you know, what you're doing by investing all of what Chris is doing by investing all this time in, you know, helping people understand 
how to make better, basically how to make better use of, of the tool that they're selling by, you know, how do you like put together a good course and how do you get students, bring students in and how do you handle interaction and how do you, you know, how do you do this? You know, it shows that you are giving them value and therefore you have, you know, you have earned what you're asking from them. So John, got any views about this? Anything you've learned? about this particular subject? Well, definitely like with online communities to reiterate what everyone has said, you know, uh, it starts with you and you gotta, you know, put stuff out there and be consistent. Consistency and especially uh, don't expect it all to happen overnight. Uh, be ready to be in it for the long haul and just be publishing and stuff like that. And, um, you know, people will show up um, if you're, you know, if you're putting stuff out there that's, you know, helpful and valuable. Uh, but a big, a big thing, and, you know, I've seen, uh, like, building any type of community is, you know, interaction with, with the people that, um, you know, are there, whether it's, you know, YouTube comments, replying to comments, you know, if you write in a blog, replying yeah, to comments. Yeah, for, for sure. If people participate, you have to yeah. reward them for it. You have All to, you know, mm -hmm. I, I reply to pretty well everybody who comments on on my website and you know many of them are asked questions so you know i reply with an answer or occasionally uh, you know they're asking me questions about you know i was like oh well you know you wrote a blog post about this plugin can you help me with it you know it's like have you checked the support for the plugin <laughs> right yeah but that's good though because they they see you as an authority but yeah i mean it's you know if, if it's something i can answer easily I'll, I'll answer it i don't want to you know send people chasing around but sometimes i don't necessarily know the answer and it's like you know you may not know there is an actual official resource for support with for, for help with this and they know everything about it and you know here you go and that's a way to uh, you know, it's also a way to be of service to send people to the right place. To if you know, if a, if a prospective client comes and asks about something that I don't do, or it, I'm not, you know, I do it, but I don't do it really well. But I know this other person who does it really well, and I send them to another person who can help them with it. You know, they, you know, the other person gets the business, but the client remembers that I am a helpful person, and they will come back to me, and and you know, then eventually there will be something that you know, that, that's right for me to do for them. So, Thomas, um, any thoughts about community and WordPress and why you... Yeah, I mean, community is open source at its core. Um, I, you know, I, I've, I've been along for the ride of the Lifter LMS community, but not actually building the community on the front end, like we're, we're talking about here with Facebook groups and uh, forums and blog posts and comments. I've been writing all the code um, that our, our our community, just personally, not everybody. You're just in the cellar of the headquarters. Of yeah, I'm just in the cellar. Yeah, yeah, and Chris you know, like literally just, ties me up and he says, "Go code now." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "They have asked for more code, so you must go forth and write it." <laughs> <laughs> it's not really like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> no, there's no bucket. <laughs> but uh. Well, but yes. but it's, it's a community of If you of started it. nibbling on your brain, you wouldn't write such good code. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. he's not eating a brain. Thomas he's is good. also the organizer of WordCamp Los Angeles, right? I'm a co-organizer. Co -organizer. Yes, yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam Silver is our lead organizer. But, um, but no, like, I, I think uh, the, the, the code in and of itself is a, is a type of content that we, we give away. So I, I approach everything from a development perspective. And as Sally has kind of said, you need to... Um, uh, so I'll just go back to GitHub. Like, all of our code is on GitHub for free. Um, except for some of the premium add-ons, but if you're smart, you can figure out how to steal those anyway. And I mean, I guess go ahead and do it. And I will hate you, but you can do it. 
Um, just give me a little bit of money, please. I try hard. Um, but th so that whole core code base is there for free. Um, and what GitHub recommends, they have a bunch of community guidelines and community standards, and they, get, they, they say in order to be a successful repository for an open source product or, or application or code base or whatever, you need to have a code of conduct, as you noted. Um, a guideline for how to contribute, that would be how to participate in that community. Um, and then guidelines on how to submit issues, so when there's complaints, when things go wrong, it's moderation, you know. Um, and that's, for me, that's just the core, you know, you got to sit there and you got to tell people this is what you can do and how to do it. Um, and then, you know, for me, we, you know, we get people that submit code all the time. They have ideas for features. Um, they they want to write code. They do write code. Um, not as much as I would like them to. I'd like you to write more code for us. But, um, of course. But, but, but it's just translation. Yeah, tr translation is a huge part of our community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the same thing. Like, we, we just, um, they just translate it. You know, they take the code base and they translate and they give it back and um, it's out there for people. So for, for me, it's all about like, uh, Lift RMS actually didn't start as an open source project. It's, well, I mean, it was open source because it's GPL under, we don't have to talk about that, but it was a paid plugin. Um, and then we, we took a step back uh, and we, we, we said, we actually want to be giving this away for free, this core thing for free. Um, so we went from paid to free. Um, and I, what we saw was that by giving that away, uh, the community exploded. You know, we are the number of users just like incrementally started increasing, uh, or hockey sticking, or whatever that, that, that term is. And uh, it's just been really, it's just a wild ride. So, um, but I, I think it starts by putting something out there into the world, um, and then also being receptive to the feedback and criticism um, as the the I don't know the catalysts for that community. You know, well, as you were saying this, I I kind of exist in two worlds actually, Thomas. You probably observed that anyway. Um, I've got like the WordPress community, and then I I deal with the real estate agent mm -hmm. community, and to say that they're two divorced communities would be a, a slightly unstatement. Um, so, Chris, you know, you were saying yeah, you've managed to build up this fantastic. Um, Facebook group. Um, you no, know, have you had the um, had to kind of bar some people? Have there been instances where you've had to kind of say, you know, you yes, yeah. So I've had to uh, some examples of community moderation. You know, in the leadership roles, I've had to remove people who were being abusive, or just decline people who were spamming the group with. Mm -hmm. Totally, I don't mind if people post links to their courses and talk about their projects or they're asking for feedback, but it's very obvious when someone comes in who's just, I think it's called uh, link dumping and running or something like mm -hmm. that, and I'm, they're gone and they can never come back because as the leader of a community, you really have to protect it. So the main yes. things I want to protect are relevancy and courtesy. Um, and people often say that about our community. It's like, wow, it's kind of, you know, everybody here is really nice and helpful. And, you know, that comes from, from a, for a lot of different reasons, but those are some of the things we want to protect the most. So it's under adult supervision, the group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, that's fine. Um, we're going to wrap it up now, folks. We want to get back to um, learning some more and um, the great um, presenters this afternoon. I'm just going to quickly go around and let people um, help. How can people get hold of you, Chris, and um, learn some more? Uh, the best place is just to go on over to lifterlms.com and at the very bottom of the website there's a link to our podcast and all our social media and uh, you can download the free Lifter LMS plugin and uh, yeah, connect with me on Twitter at Chris Badgett. Oh, that's great. And um, I understand you're going to be using this as one of your own podcasts. Well, you might be. <laughs> you have to watch it. Um, Sally, um, 
I will for, for this weekend. Just follow hashtag WCSAC, uh, and you'll see me posting there. I'm at Sally Getch on Twitter, and WPFangirl.com is my business website. Uh, it's much easier than trying to spell my name. That's great. And Kim, how can we get out of you? The same this weekend. I'm at Kim Schivler and hashtag WCSAC. I'll be uh, tweeting all weekend. I'm speaking tomorrow. And other than that, grab me at whitegloveWebtraining.com. And Thomas, it must be quite nice to be outside the cellar for the yeah, weekend. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. I don't, people, I don't people, have anything. Chris doesn't let me talk to people. Oh, <laughs> no. If you want to talk to me, you got to go through Chris. Um, but no, seriously, uh, you could look us up. Um, all the same as Chris, you could do Atlas or LMS on Instagram or Twitter. Um, if you want to connect with me directly, do it on GitHub. Look us up. Uh, Lifter LMS has a GitHub repo. I'm at Thomas P. Levy on GitHub. And the um, the serious management. How, how can people get hold of you, job? You can find me at my website, which is lockdowndesign.com. Follow my Facebook page, also just lockdowndesign. Or on Twitter, I am lockdown underscore. And how do the fine people get a hold of you, Jonathan? I don't want to talk to you, uh, folks. I, I love I love to chat. So you can get me on Twitter at Jonathan Denwood. You can email me at, at Jonathan at wp wp tonic.com. God almighty. Um, but, um, and we loved some feedback, some comments. Um, I've heard some great feedback at this great WordCamp in Sacramento. I think it's been a blast. We're here all weekend, most of us. And it's just been fantastic. And we'll see you next week for another round table where hopefully we're going to have another great show. We'll see you later, folks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.